<laughs> All right, what is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Deep Talks with Danny and Anakin. So this is a special episode because, well, Anakin's not here. That's not why it's special, but I have my cousins here with me. Um, it, this is in the middle of winter break, so Anakin's across the country right now. Shout out to him. But I hope everybody who's listening to this is having a happy holidays. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and introduce my cousins. To my right, I have Nico. He went to Purdue. Shout out. Um, to my left, I have my cousin Joey. Across from me, I have we have Jackie, which is Nico's wife, and then next to her, we have Carlo. All right, guys. So for this topic, it's gonna be also a little deep, a little sensitive, but I feel like it's a topic that we that has to be said <laughs> because it's pretty uh it's, <laughs> it's pretty apparent in um in the world. So um. Our topic is peer pressure, self-confidence, and bullying. Okay, so all of us here, everybody in the world, we've all been through our share of experiences on struggling with some type of like self-confidence, self-image issue. Um, but for you guys personally, what are some ways that you guys have like worked on that or are still working on that? For self-confidence? Yeah, self-confidence, self-image, anything like that. Oh man. Um... <clears throat> Well, I think for for self confidence, it's it's something that people will, or it's it's not something that you you'll learn overnight for sure. It's something that you you work on, on a day to day basis. And I think that the like, even the older you get, the more that you you still work on it for sure. Um, I don't know. I think growing up for me, I was never really concerned. It's weird, right? Because when you're young, I feel like you're not very concerned about your image, your self image. It's not until you start to recognize it that other people are obsessed with it that you start to question your self-image. And I think that um, that was right around the time that social media, I mean, social media is still heavily present for sure, but when I was really into it, that's when I, I felt like I was worrying about it a lot more um, than I ever did. And so I think for me, I guess it's just it, it just all comes down to recognizing that um, other people's opinions about your image is, uh, I don't know, like it's, it's, it's toxic to think about and it, it's a waste of your time for sure. And, and so I always just go back to um, trying to remember that I love me for who I am and, and not trying to worry about other, opi- other yes. people's opinions. Facts. True. I can go next. Yeah. All right. So I think when it comes to self-confidence, like you said, especially when social media comes in the mix. I mean, we all talk about it. We constantly care about what people are posting, how many likes we get. Like, thank God they got rid of the likes. Like, that's a huge game changer. Wait, they got I rid of it? Yeah, I yeah. didn't see it. Where? Wait, they wait. got rid Instagram. of likes on Instagram. So what? you can't actually see other people's likes. So it makes it a more organic way oh. of things showing up on your feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, with that statistic even thrown in, you're already looking at only the popular people get seen on their feed. Because if you didn't get a lot of likes, you weren't showing up as the first person on the feed. You'd be there if you like really went deep in it. So it's just showing people that the more you're known, the more you matter, and that's just not true. So Instagram obviously realized the problem that they were causing with today's youth because they got rid of it. Um, What you said about how it's you focus on you, like the whole I'm living my best life, it's such a huge slogan nowadays, but people don't really dwell on the fact that you can't, you have to really believe that. You can't just say I'm living my best life 
and then post a picture of mm-hmm. you looking good mm-hmm. and then see how many likes you get based on you saying I'm living my best life. Yeah, and then posting that status. Right, right. Because like you're, yeah. you're like trying to prove that you're living your best life when you yourself really are insecure and you're feeling hurt or you're feeling unloved. So I think a lot of it is when you're truly secure with yourself. And that's like you said, it's a process. You're never yeah. going to be fully into the I'm confident for the rest of my life. You're going to work on it because there's always going to be someone prettier, there's always going to be someone more stronger for men, someone to always compare to. Um, but you're meant, you are who you were always meant to be. And like when you're always, when you're finally letting go of trying to be somebody else, you just have such a healthier mindset, like healthier, ment- healthier mentality when it comes to life. I think that, can I add to that? Uh, I think that I'm not trying to knock the people that do post when, when things happen in their lives that they feel like they need to share because I think that happens to a lot of us and, and you know it's funny like people always do like the I don't really post on, I don't often post on social media but and then it's just like two pages worth of like this thing <laughs> yeah. and like those are the ones that I often do read because I'm like you know what yeah they're right I don't I, I don't think I really see this person post often right um but then like the people that do they're like yeah I'm living my best life like that post about stuff like that constantly it's like it sounds like you're missing out on a lot of your best life. Yeah. Mm. Truthfully. That's um, yeah. And there was something you said about, uh, was that last like comparing yourself? Yeah, like, like you're mm. looking at other people. Yeah. Because um, you, you're not being who you're meant to be because you're always trying to be that next person. There's right. a reason we all have the same style half the time. Right. Because we are looking at what everybody else is doing. We're not just focusing on ourselves. Right. And I think that like, the, the sooner that you realize that um, you just need to worry about yourself, it, the more better off you'll be in mm-hmm. in being confident because, yeah, you just, you let go of all, all these other things. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so, yeah, like a, a common thing that came up with you guys was talking about social media. And I agree that social media kind of like, it kind of makes people compare a lot because you're like, Every time you look at someone's social media, you're comparing your everyday life with someone's like best highlights. You know what I'm saying? And so every time it's like you always feel like you're less than them because of what you're seeing. But you don't know what's actually like going on in their life because it's just, you know, it's just social media. It's just what people put. Um, you got anything to add to that, Nico? Yeah. Um, I would say social media is just used to like paint the best picture yourself to put out for other people. Kind of like we've already been saying. Yeah. No one goes on social media and posts about how horrible their life is, mm-hmm. right? Nobody posts real stuff. Everyone's always posting good-looking pictures after they've already applied filters and gone through, like, the Visco app or, like, all the editing apps, and then they find, like, the best lighting and the, the way it looks the best and put it up, and then people literally sit there. And I, I've been um, guilty of this, sitting there refreshing your phone until the Same. likes pop up. Guilty. Same. And the likes pop up, and... You do it, and every few seconds, it's like, okay, one person, and it's like, all right, five people. It's like, okay, well, this is a good post. Like, you'll, you'll always say, like, yeah. all right, this was a good post because I got a lot of likes. Oh, so yes. we've been, we're adding value to ourselves yeah. by the number of likes we get, which is, it's like nothing new. Yeah, that's external validation. Exactly, yes. exactly. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much what I have to add is we, we associate so much value in what other people see. And, yeah, unfortunately, like, that's equivalent to the amount of likes that we get to a picture like you said i didn't know that statistic about never moving the number of likes on purpose right now they just have 
you know, the person's newest, name. Right? Oh, you're talking about yeah, yeah. the yeah. newest yeah. person that liked it. I actually just noticed that. Was, that, was, was like, that just is that new? Yeah, I would say yeah. in the last month or so. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm not talking about it for a while. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it actually. Yeah. Right. Just to think how much power, like that one number has on a person, and it's it's sad because I know some younger kids that we work with, um, who, who have fake accounts. I still don't understand this concept of a fake account. Maybe one of you guys can talk about it if you know about it. Finstas. Finstas. Yeah. Like, what's the point of a fake account or a Finsta? Is it to get more people to follow that account and like it? Or, like... I think, yeah, I think what Finstas is, like, a lot of the times people, like, they want to hide more, even more, so that they can kind wow. of, like, act the fool or, like, I guess sometimes yeah. be themselves more, you know? And so, like, they're not afraid of that judgment anymore because they're be hiding behind that that screen plus that extra like um character that they're hiding behind and so um i don't know i guess that's and also to creep <laughs> i know a lot of people have that just to creep yeah um, i can add on to that yeah yeah so with the whole like finsta thing like you said it's the idea that you have a whole separate Identity. personal account yeah. where you're real where you're not afraid to be who you really are where you're like acting stupid girls will post pictures where they're not wearing makeup like it's their real account but it mm-hmm. But when they you can, play it off as a joke. they played yeah. off as a joke. But I don't know. There's just so much to say when somebody isn't afraid to talk about the bad stuff, like you said. Mm. Show your real face on Instagram. Be proud of the person you are. Um, I have to like give a huge shout out to Gia, who's over there sleeping on the couch, because like she, she is really big on being herself now. Like she just shows the real stuff. She talks about the stuff she went through because she realized too many of the time people don't realize that they're also going through the same hard stuff that other people are going through um and when she when you use that voice to be real with someone and you say i'm going through this stuff like you're not alone you just have a whole different presence and aura about yourself when it comes to social media mm-hmm. you like to add anything carla sure so like just to add on to like what everybody else was saying about earlier um when it comes to social media i mean like like just to highlight um it's really, you don't realize how much of a mask you put on when you go on social media yeah. until you look back and look at your life or like, you know, like, wow, it's not really like this. Like, you only see like surface level, like if people post like a picture on Instagram, like super dolled up or like, you yeah. know, you don't really know, like you've never been in, the, in that person's shoes. Yeah. So it's like, you have to, you have to be kind of careful with what you say and like, I don't know. Social media is just like complicated, um, and it really does affect like one's self-esteem because like one of my friends was saying like for a long time he would kind of like look at people that he admired and like kind of study them like what gave him confidence and like kind of interpret that in his own personality. Hmm. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that, but hmm. I just like you know I'm just not a fan of like the whole social media mask thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Can I add on that? Yeah, yeah. So I would say, like, that is, like, that's a good point. Like, the death of your own self confidence is comparison. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, say that again. Facts. The death of, like, your Big own self confidence is comparison because you could be really good at something, right? You could be good at, let's say, playing the piano, right? You're, like, the best person you know, like, I don't know, in town. I don't know. And then, like, as soon as you start comparing yourself to, like, Beethoven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like, 
Stevie Wonder, then you're just like, dang, I suck. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, really, do you? Like, yeah. you're just, you're only downplaying yourself Facts. when you compare yourself to other people. Like, yes. that is the number one thing that will ruin your own you know, confidence exactly. in yourself. Yeah. I think, um, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good, you're good. I think that uh, there, there is a little bit of a um, fine line with being able to compare yourself with someone in, in a way that that person inspires you versus yeah. like comparison it's just mm. a little thing i wanted to add because i think that it's absolutely okay to look at other people if you're if you acknowledge what they do and you respect what they do and it inspires you to c- keep doing what you're doing mm-hmm. um but it shouldn't ever make you feel any less of what you are doing currently and where you are yeah. um yeah. so yeah yep. that's good cool all right, so moving on to our next topic. <clears throat> Some things that overlap a little bit with self-confidence is bullying. So obviously bullying, um, it's a big thing that happens in the world. I don't think anyone can argue with that. Um, but what do you guys think is the most important thing that needs to happen when bullying is present? Because, I mean, I mean, I know a lot of times it's hard to talk about because you don't, you don't really know like where to begin or anything. But obviously there are so many different things to do. Um, but what do you guys think is like some of the most important things? So. so when it comes to bullying, like this phrase really describes it the best. And it's um, the first step is always the hardest one to take. And but once you I think it's really just like speaking up and telling someone that, you know, this is happening and this needs to be addressed and this there needs to be something that is done about this because it's evolving into a problem. And like you know it might be hard because like i myself have been bullied you know Mm. i'm still in high school and you know there's so many things like that um but like you huh i mean you don't have to share if you don't want to but it was last year Mm. um it's really just like telling someone um because like once you tell someone that you trust and begin to solve the problem it it really does get easier like i noticed that as soon as i was like oh this isn't that hard of a problem to solve and then kind of talked it over, got it solved, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's good. Man. I can add to that. So, um, with you saying, like, the first thing you got to do is always reach out. Um, I always, and regardless of where your faith is, um, the enemy always wants to make you feel like you're alone because you can't do anything when you're, like, you can only do so much. But when you realize you have people, like, supporting you, they have your back, um, you you just feel like you're working on working against something with other people. Like you realize you're loved. And you realize that you're secured um, through other people. You're not only focused on that one bad person that's tearing you down. So um, when it comes to bullying, on top of being able to reach out and be vulnerable with the people that you trust to like walk through something, like it makes such a huge difference because I've been bullied so much. And especially in high school, you just need a solid group with you you have people to like walk with those things with because you don't feel alone when you're walking down the halls you're not worried about your back like you know you're gonna be okay um when it comes to words you like you have a choice to let those words affect you and i think the whole saying like sticks and stones might break, break my bones but words will never hurt me as much as that holds true um words can hurt and I think we all have to like acknowledge that the words do tear you down sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's about like how you process those, how, like you, you give it the power to hurt you. 
And so it is important to acknowledge that it does hurt you, but you can choose how much it hurts you, how much it affects you, and what you're going to do with those words that were told to you. Right. Um, when it comes to like, bullying, especially physically, or when it gets in the way of like your self-esteem or your mentality, um, like you said, reaching out. It's the biggest thing because you're not, you're not ever walking through anything alone. Right. I think that... Um I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think bullying has evolved over the years as well, like with anything else, especially with social media kind of tying everything together. Um, there's this thing called cyberbullying now, which I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> yeah. Cyberbullying? Yeah. Jesus, it's like, I think, I mean, obviously I think that there are different ways to operate as a bully, but I think what it all boils down to is that uh, a, a bully ultimately just wants to make you feel bad for um, something that I feel like <laughs> Please excuse us. We got. We got. We got. We're, we're <laughs> <laughs> disregard. 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 Um, <laughs> no, we're good. Sorry. Um, so yeah, I think that that bullies ultimately are just there to like really um, make you feel bad about something that they feel bad about themselves. Mm, you know? Yes. So really, yeah, it's it's hurtful because they just want. I feel like to spread that sort of pain that they're feeling because I think ultimately bullies are really just like the yeah. ones that are really hurt. need are hurt the most yeah. and they feel like other people should feel that same way yeah. um so you know for me I think like growing up yes I was also bullied especially like early on I'd say like elementary school but just trying to understand that these people are doing these things to um I guess inadvertently hurt you they're trying to make themselves feel better. They're trying to make themselves feel better. Yeah. Right. And you just happen to be the target, you know? And, and it's like, yeah, it's it, it gets kind of tough sometimes, but it all comes down to just being able to reach out to the people that do support you and just letting everyone know because there are steps that, that can be taken, especially in the school system. I think mm -hmm. that it's very, um, it's it seems like a scary thing to do, but at the same time, it, it only takes like one conversation with someone to start addressing the problem. Yeah, right, that's good. Yeah, I had a few things to say. Um, first thing is that, like, I believe that the saying, like, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me, I think it's garbage. I think the saying, like, it's, it validates, like, someone being able to, like, it basically just, in, I would say, it enables someone just to challenge it, like, to hurt you mm -hmm. or, like, to do these things, but it's, like, oh, like, it doesn't, like, you know, like, words don't hurt, or... It takes away mental health. Yeah, to, you know, completely. like, it just says, oh, sticks and stones will hurt you, but the words that I say won't, mm -hmm. when they obviously will, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, the words that somebody say can hurt sometimes more, they have a longer-lasting effect, like, if, yes. if somebody, like, we were playing sports and, like, I got hurt, right? in like a um, in a way where I could recover I'm gonna recover over time like the body's meant to like recover itself over time but like yeah. if you say something at somebody's during somebody's childhood like in high school mm. that like really like digs deep and like yes. really mm -hmm. destroys your self-confidence yeah that's something that you can't repair as easily like you're it's your body's not meant to do that on its own mm. you know you need the support and you need that healing from with other people you know so I would say like that saying is just garbage because it like it enables people to say oh well like dude I'm gonna beat you up because like you know like it's 
it's whatever. So yeah. well, I, yeah, I think yeah. You, I think you uh, hit a really good point there in that it that's the thing is that like bullying, yes, often is uh, can be physical, in which that you can re- recover from, but words are emotional. Yeah, and that, that's something that I think that younger people, especially, don't comprehend how to recover from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, growing up, it's harder for them to understand, like, oh, why are these words affecting me the way they are? Right. It's because mm-hmm. they don't have that comprehension yet of, you know, oh, they're just words. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, like, I can recover from this, but right now I don't understand how to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. So like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm just gonna say a quick comment. Like, that gets me thinking. Like, you know how we have like a PE class in school. I mean, obviously, physical, being physical is very important. I think that we should keep it. But how come we don't have like a mental health class? You know, why don't we educate kids on the importance of like mental health? Because that's just as, if not even more important than than physical health. I take that back. They're both important to the same. They're both important. But we definitely don't address one yeah. as much as we should. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in the school systems. Like oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it just reminds me of, like, back in the day when I was in, like, PE class, I was, like, the least athletic. Maybe not the least, but, like, I was just not athletic at all. So it's, like, even just the class itself, you're set up to compare yourself. Because mm-hmm. there's, like, you're in a class with, like, quarterbacks and, like, point guards and stuff, you know, on, the, like, the varsity team of your school, and then you have, like, kids that are, like, you know, in a chess club and, like, just that don't do anything, no sports, no nothing, and it's, like, dude, you have them competing in the same games and the same sports, and it's usually, they're usually not encouraging you. They're usually, it's usually not, like, a, come on, like, you can do this, like, we got this team. They're not really building that teamwork. It's usually the, the people at the top that are athletic shining, and it's just, like, it's you're just a target. You know, if you're not athletic, but I was gonna say uh, that was just a tangent. But like back to um, understanding the bully, like understanding that what they're doing is not right, like it's not okay. But like understanding like how they're hurt and they're the way they are because of something that they went through. Maybe the bully was bullied at one point. Like it's 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 all about understanding the other person. It's not saying it's justified. That the other person's hurting you, like physically or like verbally, emotionally, but understanding where the other person is coming from um, could help. And yeah, I can add on to yeah. that. It's like there's a saying I heard, um, and it's just hurt people hurt people. Hurt. Yeah, it's a cycle. It, it's constantly a cycle, and unfortunately, like um, those kids that were bullied, it's really sad. Probably the lives that they go home to every single day, like. A lot of those kids, you see them get picked up and then you already see their parents yelling at them or something or like hurting them right there. And you just only imagine that's why they end up treating other people that way because that's all they know. Mm-hmm. Um, the life that we come from, the environment that we're brought up in, it makes a huge impact on how we treat others. Um, it's so ironic just because we watched Mr. Rogers' movie and that's all he cares about. Just like mm-hmm. you, when you focus on how somebody's really feeling inside, it changes the way that they treat and care for other people. And we just don't do a good job of acknowledging that feelings matter. And so that's where the sticks and stones saying it doesn't encompass feelings. Feelings have value. When someone's hurt, it hurts. And we can't just say it doesn't matter that it hurt you. It it doesn't matter because you're not physically hurt. Um, It's just as important. And when we can like 
teach someone that they're valued and they're cared for, then they end up treating other people the same way. You should like share your story after too. Got like six minutes. Yes, shared level of understanding, um, I think. And I guess the only thing I want to add on to that is like, yeah, I think that like people do need to be a lot more open about when they feel a certain type of way, um, when they feel hurt, especially. Even if it's something that doesn't seem like you need to seek support for, if you yourself are feeling like you need some sort of help, whether it's from like a sibling or like a counselor or even a therapist. Like I started seeing a therapist earlier this year for the first time ever in my life and I'm like why don't people do this more often Mm -hmm. Um, just to be able to talk about um, emotional um, adversities Mm -hmm. again going back to like yes like there's the physical aspect of it that's that's like the forefront of Mm -hmm. everything or like that's what everyone thinks of right away right it's Mm -hmm. like all right well were you physically hurt yeah sometimes in bullying yes you can again but emotionally is the long-term problem that needs to be resolved mm. I think and so I'll, I'll, I was just going to say is I highly encourage anyone that feels like they need support to seek support because there are ways that you can find support yeah. even if you don't think there is yeah, something right. yeah. so I think what you said earlier about like the younger generation not really knowing how to like emotionally recover themselves mm-hmm. um So the younger generation really not knowing how to like emotionally take something and like heal themselves, mm-hmm. I think holds really true. Um, just like speaking from experience, like um, when I was at this point in my life, like I used to bottle things up and like say like, oh, it's, you know, it's not that bad. I can just get through it on my own. Um, and like, again, reaching out and just saying something, saying something's wrong uh, makes it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you bottle something up, like, it really does more harm for you than good. Yeah. Um, and I had to learn that the hard way. Um, but, yeah. But you learn from it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. It teaches you, like, it teaches you to kind of be more open mm-hmm. with how you feel. Yeah, like, yeah. Even if, like, because I feel like today, um, definitely not as much, but, like, it used to be, like, Oh, you're a guy, so you have to like kind of repress your feelings. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can get a whole nother. I can get a whole nother. <laughs> yeah. Thing. yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I got you. Wow. Are <laughs> you guys home? Yeah, I mean, I was going to add on to that after what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> I got to. Um, <laughs> you got three minutes. I'll make it fast. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's kind of what I was getting at. And I think that mental illness is something that recently is becoming more acknowledged is, is a problem. But then there's always that phrase of like, oh, you just got to man up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like man up. Like what does that even mean? Like, yeah, I mean, I guess like people take pride in being able to say like the pain doesn't affect me. And um, and I feel like that's just like how people were raised in previous generations yeah. is that they just accept the pain. Mm. But then, you know, after a long stretch, you realize that like it's just built up anger and resentment that will find a way to like we'll find the light one day yeah. and it might not be the best outcome you know right. yeah that's true so it's something that needs to be addressed and, and cared for earlier on yeah, yeah. so that's yeah. awesome
any other quick comments? Yeah, I was gonna say like just to just to add on to like what you're saying, Joey, earlier yeah. about like um, how physical health and mental health are so important. You too, Daniel. Yeah. Daniel, sorry, Danny. What's your name on the pocket? Anakin. Where you at? You have anything to add, Anakin? <laughs> I would say like just think about how much time and money we invest in like personal trainers and like. Oh, yeah. Gym mm-hmm. memberships, Ooh. and Ooh. how many hours Ooh. we spend in the gym, That's good. and like, how much time and effort do we put into like, maintaining our mental health? How many times um, during the week do we, we don't, sometimes it doesn't have to be a counselor, it doesn't have to be like a, a therapist, it could be, like that's a really yeah. good route to take, like sometimes all it is is just a friend. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not even a friend, sometimes it's a stranger that you talk to, that's yeah. somebody to listen, mm-hmm. you know, but really like, having an outlet to express that, like whatever it is, because they're there to affirm you. The words of affirmation is what builds you up. Yeah. yeah. You need to hear that because the bullies are doing the exact opposite. They're, they're tearing you down mm-hmm. to build themselves up. And like, mm-hmm. we need to combat that better. I think like we need better support systems because if you think about a school system, how many adults do you have? How many kids do you have in that building? You know, mm-hmm. how, many, how many adults are willing to spend time to, with each kid one-on-one? Mm-hmm. To help them understand like how they're feeling and how to Bye. how to combat like bullying, peer pressure, and all that. Yeah, that's why they come up with these programs, right? Yeah. These like programs that they hit, you know, for all these schools. They say, okay, we're gonna have an assembly and we're gonna talk about this. And assemblies are great. I think that's a great way to reach out to people. And, what's up? You got three seconds. <laughs> I got three seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I would say like it, we need better support, whether that's yeah. from friends or family right. or whatever. So yeah, I think though. So to answer my question in the beginning, I think communication that needs to happen like hands down like that's it's got to be talked about at some point you know but with that being said uh <laughs> i'm gonna close <laughs> it out yeah. i have like 10 <laughs> seconds yeah. shout out to our special guest we'll probably do another um special episode but yeah. you know stay tuned cool. thanks I'll for having you guys. us this yeah. was awesome. appreciate it yeah. yeah thanks anakin hey